Lord. Well, this morning, if you could pull up uh, Proverbs 3, verse 6, and uh, this morning I want to speak to you on the law of the first. The law of the first is very important. What you do first determines with what happens with the rest. Are you with me? And so even this morning, this is a significant moment. This is a spiritual significant time for you to be here because what you do with the first simply means that you are setting up for what happens for the rest. Are you with me? And the Bible now says, in all your ways, know, recognize, and acknowledge Him. He will direct and make straight and plain your paths. In other words, in everything you do, may God first be consulted. May God first be acknowledged. It's amazing how many people get themselves into calamity and chaos, but they never consulted God. Are you with me? Many, many people even take work and employment, but never consulted God. Many people even take on business opportunities and never consulted God. And oftentimes, when there's calamity, when there's many major upheavals, then they ask the Lord, Lord, now what? And it takes me to the testimony, like I always share with you, with one of God's servants in the USA, where he wanted to take a certain building. And as he was preparing to take the building, guess what happened? Many things went wrong. It was loophole here, then there was a loophole there that he had to get through, then he had to go through this loophole, then he had to see this lawyer, then he had to see that lawyer, then there was this blockage, that blockage, this blockage, and eventually he got sick and tired because every time he wanted to close the deal, something happened. Then he asked the Lord, Lord, I just want to, Holy Spirit, I just want to ask you one thing, is this of you? You know what the Holy Spirit said to him? Son, it's not of me. You know what he said to the Holy Spirit? Why didn't you tell me six months ago when I did this? And the Holy Spirit simply said to him, you never asked me. Wow, what a shock. And then, beloved, he asked the Holy Spirit to help him. And the Holy Spirit got him out of the deal. And Seven months later after that, he got another deal. And somehow on this deal, he asked the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit said, yes, guess what? They, the, the deal worked this way. When the man gave him the land, they gave him extra stuff, extra stuff. And this is what he said. Whenever God is in something, the favor of God will be there. Are you with me? When God is not in a situation, there's no favor. There's no breakthrough. There's no blessing. Whenever God is in something, the favor of God is there. Somebody say, the law of the first is vital. Can I say this to you? What happens to the first determines what happens to the rest. That's why in the Old Testament, they were so radical in blessing the firstborn. Because there was a blessing attached to it. Whatever happens to the first determines what happens to the rest. That doesn't only 
Can I say this to you? We've got a law that whatever income comes into my account, the first of that income goes to the Lord. Are you with me? I have been programmed this way even before I was a pastor. That people even at my own work couldn't understand why do I do on payday go stand in a long queue in the bank because it was worship for me. I wasn't standing in the bank queue to fill out a deposit slip. That was worship for me because what I do with the first of my income determines what will happen to the rest. What I, what I do on the first day of the new year will determine what happens to the rest of the year. Are you with me? The, there's a vital part, God says this morning, what happens first determines what happens to the rest. Are you with me? Now they say first impressions what? There we go. It lasts. So whatever you present first always registers in people's mind. It's the law of the first. Have you noticed? Somebody will say first impressions last. Maybe you had a bad day. Maybe you had an off day, but now you meet the person for the first time. That impression lost because it's a law of the first. Hallelujah. You, must, you, you, you know what they say. When you had a fight, it's never the person who started second. It's always you started first. Yes, the begin. Understand what I'm saying? You started first, man. How many of you know what I'm talking about? How many of you got into fights like that? Oh, very holy people here this morning at the river. There's no, there's no, uh, 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 I want to use the word, but there's all uh, angels here this morning. Are you with me? Growing up as siblings, are you with me? Jace Cullum, you do nothing. It's always the person who starts first. I was calm. Until he started first. It's the law of the first. Are you with me this morning? Listen to me. The law of the first is so vital. It's so vital. Revelation 1 verse 8. That even Jesus says, I am the first and I'm the last. Wow. Can you, can you put it on? Revelations 1 verse 8. Revelations 1 verse 8. The law of the first is so vital that God says, I am the first and I am the last. Hallelujah. He says, I'm the alpha and the omega. Alpha simply means first and omega simply means last. Are you with me? I am the beginning and I am the end, says the Lord. Hallelujah. God says, I'm the first. Now, can I say this to you? God has no beginning and God is no end. When God says, I'm the Alpha and the Omega, He's simply saying, I am your first and I'm your last. Are you listening to me this morning? I, in other words, I have no beginning and I have no ending. I, hallelujah. Didn't, didn't uh, um, Hebrew say that he's Melchizedek? He has no beginning and he has no ending. Are you with me? But somehow, when God institutes the law of the first, he says, if I'm not your first, then I don't want to be your second. I don't want to be your third. God's adamant this morning that he wants to be your first. 
That's the law of the first. If God cannot be your first, God does not want to be your second. God does not want to be your third. He wants to be your first. Hallelujah. Now, there are seven things we're going to look at first as we look at the first of God. Are you with me? If you want to be in, if you want to be in the correct position to receive the favor, how many of you want to be in the correct position to receive the favor of God? You want to be in the correct position. It, can I say this to you? It's all about positioning. This what I'm talking about now is you've got to, the goodness of God is there. But now in the beginning of the year, the first of the year, we've got to position ourselves to receive the goodness of God. Are you with me? And if you, and if you get these principles right, you're going to put yourself in the correct position. Oh, I would like to be the top goal scorer for my club. But Jay Satani midfielder, you must be in the box. Because when the ball comes over, they need a striker to put the ball in. You cannot want to be the top goal scorer, but you're there in the other box in your, where the defenders are. You're never going to score goals. It's all about positioning. They often say the greatest strikers in the world, it's because of their positioning. Are you with me? They do nothing. Have you noticed some of the greatest strikers, they do nothing. All they do is they just lay in the box. And when that ball somehow comes in, there he is. He knows how to find the goal. God says this morning, I want to give you the goodness of God. But I first need you to position yourself correctly. Wow, somebody say, I'm going to position myself correctly. Amen. Listen to this. You have to align your priorities with God's word. It's time for a tune up. We've got to put first things first, and here are seven things to do, what to do first. So in other words, God's priorities has to be first. If you're going to see the goodness of God, if you're going to see the favor of God. Can I say this to you? I'm now sick and tired of people. Pastor, don't judge me. I, I love Jesus. But your action speaks further from what you say, man. Oh, no, God knows my heart. I love Jesus. But... Uh, are you with me? This is the year that I'm going to go after God, but ask Him to come to a prayer meeting. Ask Him to fast and pray. Ask Him to win a soul. These things are basic things as a believer. It's not even heavy things. Prayer meetings, fasting. Jesus actually said it's the three wins. When you give, when you pray, and when you fast. In other words, Jesus expects you to fast, He expects you to pray, and He expects you to give. It is basic Christianity. In other words, it is infant Christianity. It's not even deep things, and yet they struggle with it. But God says this morning, if you're going to see God's goodness, if you're going to see God's favor, there are seven things that needs to happen. Number one, Matthew 6, 33. You first need to get your priorities straight. 
Wow, say I need to get my priorities straight. I need to get my priorities straight. Matthew 6.33, if you can put it all in the New King James for me, in the New King James. Matthew 6.33 says, the first of the first seven that you have to get right, the first first is I first have to get my priorities straight. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. That is a priority this year. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The first priority and the first first this year is I'm going to get my priorities straight. I'm going to seek first the kingdom of God. But Manchester's plain, the kingdom of God comes first. The stormers is plain, but the kingdom of God comes first. Oh, there's a bride. The kingdom of God comes first. Los for Satan was the Afman. Kingdom of God comes first. Are you with me? Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Are you listening to me? God says the first thing is to get your priorities straight. Number two, are you writing this down? The second first that you have to do is to mend relationships. Matthew 5, 24. It's the law of the first, and it's all in the Bible. It's the law of the first. Matthew 5, 24 says, Leave your gift be before the altar and go your ways. Now there's the law of the first. First be reconciled to your brother, then come and offer your gift. So God says the second law of the first is to mend relationships this year. Before you even come and want to present offerings and present all of these things, God says, you must leave your gift there. You know why God says leave your gift there? And God weet, soms sal die gift weer terugbring. Are you with me? Hulle vare dan vat hulle reis toe. Nog sê God, los het daar. Leave it there. Are you with me? And first, go and make right with your brother. Then pick it up and offer your gift. It's the law of the first. The second law of the first is go and mend relationships. Can I ask you a question? Is there a relationship that you've got to mend this year? Mend it. Number three. Mark 3, 27. The third law of the first is to take your authority. Is to take your authority. No man can enter a strong man's house and plunder He's good, there again, unless he first binds the strong man and he will plunder his house. God says, if you're going to take authority this year, you better first see that you bind the strong man. Maybe the strong man over your house is divorce. Maybe the strong man over your house is poverty. Maybe the strong man over your house is sickness and disease. God says, if you're going to take authority, I need you to first bind the strong man. I first need you to take authority. No one can take authority unless he first binds the strong man. Hallelujah. And in order for you to bind the strong man, you have to take up your God-given authority. Thank you, Jesus. Number four. The fourth law of the first is that you would give your whole heart. Come on, beloved. This is the year where we're not going to give God 90%. 
Come on, this is the year where we're not going to give God 95%. Come on, how many of you with me? We're going to give Jesus our whole hearts this year. Everything in. Hallelujah. Come on, beloved, on a Sunday, I'm not standing there because I'm tired. I'm giving 100% worship. In the prayer meeting, I'm giving 100% prayer. Pray to the Lord. In my giving, I'm giving 100%. In my fasting, I'm giving all of my heart. Are you with me? Because it's a law of the first. Number four says, in Matthew 22, 37 to 38, is the fourth law of the first, is to give your whole heart. Matthew 22, 37 to 38 says, Jesus said, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. Listen to this. This is the first and great commandment. It's a first. It's a law of the first. What's the law of the first, 37? You shall first love the Lord your God. Love your husband, yes. Love your wife, yes. Love your children, yes. But make sure that you love Jesus more. Are you with me? Love your job, yes, but make sure that you love Jesus first. Love your business, yes, but make sure that the law of the first is that you give your whole heart to Jesus. There we go. Jesus said, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. T.D. Jakes said these words. God had to remove my mother whom I idolized. I made her a God above God. Are you with me? Oftentimes, God has to work in ways because of our idolization of something. What you idolize, never forget God is a jealous God. God wants your heart first. Are you with me? Oh, why did that girl not uh, marry me when you idolize her? What you idolize, you put in competition with God. And God will not be in competition with anyone. God says, I want your whole heart in 2023. Are you listening to me? I want everything of you. I am wanting people to put me on the highest place. I want to be first. I don't want to be second. Number five. Hallelujah. The fifth law of the first is to seek inner purity. Matthew 23, 25 to 26. The, first, the fifth law of the first is I must seek inner purity first. Don't worry about the outside too much. Don't worry about the GHD too much. Don't worry about the makeup too much. Don't even worry about the dye. Don't worry about liposuction. And wanting to make yourself all good from the outside. Because God says that's not a law of the first. The law of the first now says... Woe to you scribes and Pharisees and you hypocrites. For you clean the outside of the cup on the dish. But the inside is full of extortion and self-indulgence. He is mooi van die beter, maar hij is veel binnen. 
Now God says there's a law of the first. You blind Pharisee, first clean the inside of the cup. And that the outside of them may be clean also. I have noticed something. That true beauty always come from the inside out. Are you with me? Those that are seeking God. Those that are living in holiness. Those that are mean business with God. Can I say this to you? After you spend time with God, you cannot but see on the face of somebody, there's a glow and they belong to Jesus. Just like years ago, there was this Chinese man when uh, evangelist Reinhard Bonker went to buy himself a Coke. He was minding his own business. He was there on kingdom business. And he was thirsty. And all he thought was just to buy him a Coke. Because he was thirsty. And as he came and gave it to the shop attendant, this is what came out of that shop owner's eyes. Sir, I don't know you, but I see Jesus in your eyes. Wow. He got born again because of somebody's inner purity. God says this year, may you first seek to clean the inside first. Leave the outside alone. The outside will eventually show when you clean of the inside. Get, get rid of extortion. Get rid of self-indulgence. Get rid of pride. Get rid of everything that is contaminating the heart. Are you with me? Get rid of everything that is breaking down. Somebody once said to me, oh, she's very beautiful from the outside. Very beautiful girl. But I say, I'm on upmark. Here I help me. When she opens up her mouth, there's another story. Looks good from, there's some people, they must not just say anything. The moment they say something. Are you with me? Somebody say, inner purity. He says you must first clean the inside of the cup before you even try to clean the outside. Number six. Hallelujah. The sixth law of the first is to join the body of Christ. John 20 verse 19. God says the sixth law of the first this year is that you must often join the body of Christ. No man is an island on his own. No man is a one-man show in the kingdom. We are a body, and a body needs the organs on its body. The hand cannot do without the arm, and the arm cannot do without the shoulder. The foot cannot do without the leg. Are you with me? The neck cannot do without the head. Just as much as Christ as an individual sovereign figure, he still needs a body. What is a head without a body? And there are many husbands here this morning. They think they're the head of the house. And they are. But he throws his neck. Controls the head. Are you listening to me? The sixth law of the, of the first 
is make sure in 2023 that you're part of a body and that you join the body regularly. Listen to this. The Bible says now in the book of John 20 verse 19, the Bible says, Then the same day at that evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled, for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in the midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When did he do it, beloved? The first day of the week. You know when the first day of the week is biblically? Today, Sunday. That's the first day of the week. Are you with me? The first day of the week. Of course, we see numerous times that Jesus also got resurrected on the first day of the week, which is the eighth day. It's the day of resurrection. That's why as Christians, we come together on a Sunday. And what you do first, how fitting is that? It's the first day of the week. When you give it to God, it somehow determines what will happen for the rest of the year, for the week. You're giving God the first Sunday, it's a law. And now God says, make sure that you do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together. Because what you do first will determine what happens to the rest. Join the body of Christ. The seventh law this morning of the first. And then we end. The seventh law of the first is to give God what is His. Deuteronomy 26 verse 2. Deuteronomy 26 verse 2. God says the seventh law this morning of the first is to give God what is His. The Bible says, you shall take some of you shall take some of the first of all your produce of the ground. Are you with me? Which shall bring you from the land the Lord God has given you. And you shall put it in a basket and go to the place where the Lord your God chooses to make His name abide. That's the house of the Lord. Where God chooses to make His name famous. Where God chooses to make His name holy and abides there. He says, you must take, I just gave you that law earlier. You shall take the first of your produce. It's in holiness. Are you with me? Many of you, even last night, you were supposed to build or do a family or a marriage altar. And you're supposed to take off your substance and say, this is what we're going to present to the Lord. This is what I'm going to give to the Lord. It's holy unto the Lord. Are you with me? I'm going to give to God what is first. I'm going to take and I'm going to offer it to the Lord. Lord, this is what I present to you. It's an offering. It's a thanksgiving offering. Lord, I'm presenting myself. Firstly, listen to me. You must present yourself as an offering. The greatest thing that you can give to the Lord is your, is you. You know that? I said the greatest thing that you can give to the Lord is you. So Lord, I first present myself to you. Now Lord, I take what is substantial and I present it to you as an offering. Lord, I now also bring my children before you. Lord, I also bring, can I say this to you? Today is a day of offering. Not only finances, 
Today is a day of offering. Today is a day. That's why I'm going to consecrate you now. That's why I'm going to set you apart now. Because today is a day of giving yourself to the Lord. Today is a day where you present yourself to the Lord. It's the first day of the year. Lord, I am making myself available to be used of you. Lord, there's giftings. There's anointings in me. But Lord, I lay myself this morning on the altar of sacrifice, ready to be used of you. Lord, I present my children to you in Jesus' name. Lord, I present my marriage to you. Lord, I present my family to you. Lord, I present my business to you. Lord, I present things that you've given me in covenant. I present it to you. Today is a day where you offer unto the Lord. It's a day of sacrifice. And can I say this to you? The fire of God will never fall if there's no sacrifice. Fire! Fire! And God says, but I'm looking for a sacrifice. God is a God of sacrifice. And that's why even Romans 12 verse 2 says, you must offer yourself as a living sacrifice. You thought God forgot about sacrifice. He didn't. It's in the Old Testament. It's in the New Testament. God is a God of sacrifice. Fire will only fall when there's sacrifice. The fire of God will only consume with there's sacrifice. God always looks for a sacrifice. And with his sacrifice, the fire of God will consume. Are you with me? In actual fact, you can never offer anything to God without the fire. That's why many of you after this, you will make a braai. And before you make, and before you offer a sacrifice, you need to make a fire. And when you put that meat on the fire, there's a smell. Even if your neighbors is making a braai, have you, have, you, have you noticed? There's a smell. Makes you hungry. Somebody's brine in the area. There's a, there's a sacrifice going somewhere. Can I say this to you? With every sacrifice, there's an aroma. There's a fragrance. There's a smell. And may this year, as you lay yourself at the altar, may the sacrifice unto the Lord be pleasing. May God smell it and say, I want to devour that thing. Are you with me? May what you give God be an excellent sacrifice. May the law of the first always be in operation. In Jesus' name, amen. With your eyes closed and your head bowed this morning. I'm going to give somebody an opportunity this morning in this place. Just before we are going to anoint everybody with oil and consecrate them, for the purposes of God. I'm going to ask this morning that if you don't know Jesus this morning, maybe you're not sure of your salvation. Can I ask you a question? If you were to die today, where would you spend eternity? You say, I have accepted Jesus, Pastor, but I've played the fool. Today's the day of sacrifice. Today is a day that you can present yourself to the Lord afresh. Today is a day where the old things can be put behind you and the new can come. Today is the day of salvation. Today is a day of reckoning. 
today is a day where you can come back to Jesus and make a fresh start. Maybe you say, I need to be born again. The Bible says you must be born again. You must be saved. No man will inherit the kingdom of God unless he is born again. And so today, I want to give you that opportunity. If you don't know where you're going to spend eternity, can I say this to you this morning? There's no greater opportunity this morning than to start your year of right. Commit your life to Jesus. You know, we used to sing a song back in the day. It was a grand day when I got born again. The things I used to do, I do them no more. And that's what God wants you to do. When you get born again, the things you do, you do no more. And God wants to call you into a place of salvation this morning. With your eye closed and your head bowed, I'm going to give you an opportunity before we anoint everybody here this morning. You say, Pastor, that's me. I need to get born again. I need to get my sins forgiven. There are many that is against me. Rather make sure this morning, maybe you're a backslider, maybe you know Jesus, but things has gone horribly wrong in your life. Can I say this to you? The fact that this altar call is extended to you shows the mercy of God, shows the grace of God. The fact that this altar call is extended to you today shows God's compassion towards you. Altar call are for humble people. Only the humble and those that are in humility responds to the call of the altar. If you say, that's me this morning, I need prayer. I need my sins forgiven. I need to recommit my life to Jesus. With every eye closed and every head bowed, I'm just going to check before we pray. Is there anybody, I'm a count to three, I want you to just quickly slip up your hand and say, please pray for me today. I need prayer. I need the forgiveness of my sins. One, two, three. Thank you, God bless you. Is there anybody else this morning? Thank you, God bless you. Is there anybody else? Thank you, God bless you. Is there anybody else this morning? Slip a hand up. Thank you, thank you, God bless you this morning. Is there anybody else this morning? Can we all stand this morning? Can we all stand this morning? I want all those that have raised their hands this morning, listen to me very carefully. This is not a shame. This is not a shame. This is the greatest, it's the greatest honor. It's a privilege. If you raised your hand, I saw your hand. The Holy Spirit saw your hand. I want you to come out of your seat. Come on, this is for humble people. The altar call is open for whosoever will come. Let him come. Won't you come? Won't you come? Come quickly. If you, if you raised your hand, come, come, come. Come on, let's sing a song. Hallelujah. Come, 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 come. Come, 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 come. Come, come. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Let's sing, let's sing unto the Lord. There's more that must still come. Hallelujah. Come, you can come. Come, you can come. You can still come. God's calling you this morning at the altar. There's grace. There's mercy extended towards you. While this time, this mercy, and while this mercy, this time, God's calling you this morning. Won't you come? 
the altar's open for whosoever will come. You can come. There's genade here, so. There's grace here. There's mercy here. Won't you come? Won't you come? Come! Get rid of that foreign God this morning and come. God's calling you. God's calling you on this New Year's Day. Come, come, come. Come! Recommit your life to Jesus. Come, 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 come. Come, come. 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 The anointing is drawing you to the altar. Come, 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 come. Come to the cross. Come to the cross. Come to the cross. Come to the cross. Come, 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 come. Come, give your heart to Jesus. Come to the earth. Come to the earth. There's another he saw. Come. There's grace at the altar. There's grace at the altar. Come to the earth. Kom naar die Heere toe. Kom naar die Christ. Kom. Only the blood. Only the blood can cleanse you this morning. Come, come, come. Come, bring your sacrifice. Die Heere praat sam u. Kom, kom naar die Heere toe. Don't harden your heart. Don't harden your heart this morning. Come. I feel the anointing in this place this morning. Your spirit without measure. Unto your name, Lord. We're going to sing it one more time. Come on. And I will serve. God spoke to you. God spoke to you. Come. Come right now. Before we pray. Before we pray. Won't you come? Come. Give your heart to Jesus. The altar's open for whosoever will come. For whosoever will come, let him come. There's still a few more people. Come. And I will serve. The Holy Spirit is convicting you right now. Come. Come to the cross. Come to the cross. Come right now. Come, 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 come. 
Oh, hallelujah. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. Just before we pray, I sense this maybe two more people and has to be a Don't be full of pride. Yeah, come. There's still one more that must come. Don't be full of pride. Put your pride in your pocket. Because you will stand before God one day alone. Praise God. God's faithful. I said, you will stand before the Lord alone one day. Whenever an altar call is extended, it's God's way of showing you mercy and grace. Are you with me? And altar calls are always for the humble. Hallelujah. I want you to raise your hands to heaven, all of you standing here in front. The Spirit of God has drawn you this morning to, the, to this place. God has a divine appointment with you. Think about it, church. What if we never had a service this morning? These souls would never have been here. But God has His divine appointment. Hallelujah. And I want you to raise your hands this morning. This is the first fruit of souls that comes to this ministry. Wow. And we will say many of these prayers for the rest of this year. It's my honor to lead you into this prayer this morning. I want you to say this after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, today I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. Today I turn my back on sin and Satan. I acknowledge that the enemy, the deceiver, has robbed me. And today, I renounce him. And I receive Jesus as my personal Lord and Savior. Today, I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my soul, for cleansing me and redeeming me with your precious blood. Today, my name has been written in the Lamb's book of life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my soul. Today, I'm born again. I'm saved. And I'm on my way to heaven. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody give the Lord a praise offering. Somebody praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now some of you here for the first time, some of you have rededicated your life, but I want to say this to you this evening. I make declaration over you. Satan will no longer have his way in your life. In actual fact, this morning, we seal the salvation with the Holy Ghost. And I declare in Jesus' name, 
that whatever Satan has stolen from you, he will repay back. And God will give you the years. God will give you the weeks. God will give you the months that the enemy has robbed you from. And from this day forward, you shall inherit and you shall possess that which God has destined for you. And when that glorious day comes, when Jesus Christ comes to fetch us in the clouds, I make declaration that you shall meet one another in the air. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, church. I just want, please, just cooperate with us. We just want to pray with you. We just want to follow you up. And uh, we believe in that. So it won't take long. We're going to come back for communion. And I'm going to anoint everybody with oil and consecrate you. But won't you just quickly follow our dear brother over there. Come on, let's give them a good God bless you. Come on. Come on, family. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, let's give them a good God bless you. Come on. Souls has just entered the kingdom of heaven. Hallelujah. Come on, we're going to sing that song again. And I will serve no foreign God. We're going to offer our sacrifice as we prepare the table of the Lord this morning. And uh, I'm going to anoint people after we partake of communion. Amen. Are you, are you blessed? Hallelujah. Come on. They're going to hand out the communion elements. I lift my hands to the coming King.